What's up, everybody? This is your host, Dr. Bar 2 on Peel Talk Podcast. I got a special guest, uh, Lakeisha Quarles, who's coming here today to talk a little bit about being a midwife, being a doula, being a black mother, trying to give us all the info that we need in her realm of being a doula for the ladies out there having childbirth. So if you don't mind, let's introduce or bring her to bring her out. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for coming on Pill Talk Podcast. No problem. Excited to be here. All right. All right. So you are, your profession is being a midwife or doula, as they say, right? Yeah, so my profession is being a certified holistic doula. I work along with midwives and doctors. Um, working on that, midwife may be in my near future with the route I'm going, but right now I'm just a doula, um, a placenta um, specialist, and a community breastfeeding educator. All right, dope, dope, dope. So two things. Number one, uh, can you break down what is a doula? a holistic doula and then number two we're gonna go into like how do you get certified educator on this so first what is a doula um so a doula for me you know everybody may have their own ways of thinking but what an actual doula is is basically a companion um for women before during and after birth We provide mental, um, emotional, and physical support just to help women have like the safest birth possible. Um, More so with the holistic side, you know, we love to go without medicine if possible, but I'm not totally against it and all doulas are not totally against it. Sometimes we need those interventions, but as a doula, we try our hardest to prevent those interventions uh, from happening. All right. So the next question, right, is someone wants to get into this um, field. What is the education or what steps do you need to take to become a doula, a holistic doula? The steps that you need to take, um, I definitely advise anyone who wants to become a doula to become certified. I don't think it's something that you should just say, oh, I'm going to wake up and do I mean, it's definitely, you have to have a heart for it. Um, You see many different things. So there are certain type of trainings you go through. There's continuing educations you have to keep going to. There's all types of workshops um, you attend. So there's many of things. It's just up to you. Like if you want to be a great doula, you just keep learning. You're forever a student. So that never stops. All right. Great. Great. So... Is this something provided at like a um, technical college or four-year university or do you just, is there an online course? Like where can they find the information to actually start the process of learning about it and getting into it? Okay. Um, Although, you know, healthcare is my background, I took the training here in the upstate. So there is a collective called the Set Apart Collective. It was founded by Stormy Harmon. She created this collective for women of color to be able to go out in the community and do birth work. Um, You can, and I'm affiliated with the National Black Doulas 
association. So there's many trainings, um, but those are like the top two that I would recommend. The nationalblackdoulas.org or the setapartcollective.com is where you can find all the information you may need um, to become a trained and certified holistic doula. Great. Um, so what made you choose this career path of being a holistic doula? Well, I'll tell you, um, for me, I'll say I always enjoyed pregnant women. Like I always enjoyed the birth stories. I always enjoy seeing them eat different things. Um, you know, I'm a mom myself. I always knew what I wanted to do, but I could never pinpoint it. Um, like I, I was in Orangeburg prior to moving here. So it was definitely not heard of down there. So I moved up here and some things had happened in my life, um, you know, dealing with infertility, miscarriages, and I lost a son and I was always given like crazy answers, not really a legit reason as to why these things happen, uh, why these things did happen. They could never find a reason. So it was just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. I got tired of going through those emotions. So I started doing my own research. I started reading um, different things because I knew that I needed to be the one to make a difference. I need to be the one to actually advocate for these women because I didn't have that. Um, so one day, it's crazy how it happened. Um, one day last year, I was just online. I was just scrolling through Instagram. I was on Google, like just looking up different things. And I came across um, Stormy Harmon's page. So I start being me, snooping through. I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl, it's just something about her. So once I clicked on the content and I saw that she was a doula and a birth educator and that she had just started training other women, I was like, oh, no, I got to be a part of this. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is my calling. I feel it. I know it. I need to do it. So I reached out to her, um, you know, hit her up. We talked a few and she finally accepted my application, sent me an email. And I'm like, yes, like I got in, we're going to do this. And ever since, ever since I've completed training, like I've been on it. I've been, I know like this is what I want to do. When we start talking about birth. I just, I can't seem to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, like this is how I knew once I came across Stormy's um, Instagram program uh, profile, I was like, okay, God, you sending me that sign. Now it's time to put the work in. So I did, and I'm still in. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. All right. So you got into um, SAC. Um, what is it? What's the, the name? Set Apart Collective. Set Apart Collective. Yes. Yes. You got onto that. You joined the community. You did that. Um, and you became a holistic doula. How long was that process to be to become a holistic uh, doula? Um, for our training, it was well, we got a study guide before. So we trained, we did um a study guide months before we actually took the class. So you had to do this whole study guide and read these different books, um, and, you know, just dealing with anatomy and just learning um, the women's body. So we did that prior to going to training. Once we submitted that study guide and she reviewed it, then we had the weekend training. It was like a eight hour class we did from four, uh, from Friday to Sunday. And then we had like continuing ed 
things that we talked about and workshops we did after. So with this um, particular community collective, it was a weekend course. Now, some um, collectives, they do require a year because they have to go out in the field first before joining. Um, luckily, I was able to take the course and get my first client like a week later after that. So I got... I got the work in. It just came. It just flowed. Hey, it was your calling. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, it's just like, it ever since, honestly, I'm telling you, some days I just, I wake up and my emails booming, like my Instagram booming, <laughs> my website, and I'm like, okay. Hey. I get excited because it's another woman that I get the chance, you know, the potential chance to help. Um, and there's not a person who has inquired about my services, you know, that basically hasn't signed a contract with me you know we talked first before signing anything and they like the vibe i like the vibe and we keep it moving hey i like that i like that what's up everybody let me introduce myself my name is dr bartu wilson i'm a pharmacist that was featured in one of the most prestigious publications marquis who's who in 2021 as a top medical professional of the world because of my impact through medication therapy management outreach programs, and networking. I started my own podcast, Pill Talk Podcast, to sit down and talk with other top medical professionals about their journey. Some of the topics that we cover in our conversations are their career path choice, education level needed to practice in their career field, and most importantly, how they're impacting the lives of the patients that they see daily. So, I would like for you to join me every Monday at 6 p.m., as I release new episodes so you can learn about the different medical fields from the top professionals themselves. I just want to let you know that Pill Talk Podcast is just not a podcast, it's your medicine. The daily dose you need to educate, motivate, and aspire to live at your full potential. So become an empowered leader and start to dream bigger with Pill Talk Podcast. So I want you to go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel and support the podcast by becoming an active listener and purchasing some merchandise. Thank you. That right there, I got a couple of questions behind that. Um, question number one, I think okay. you kind of just said the answer a little bit, but I want you to go a little more detail on how do you actually get your clients? Um, first, like talk about how you got your first client, number one, and then how do you market yourself and how do you get other clients going forward now? Okay. Um, if you don't mind speaking about part, that. Oh, okay. Um, well, for the most part, like I'm a social person and I'm pretty active on social media. I kind of cut back because I wanted to present my social media in a way that would be intriguing to others um, that was related to what I was doing and was trying to do at the time. I got my first client actually by posting my certification online. I took a picture. I'm like, yeah, guys, you know, Facebook, I, I'm certified now, you know, call me out. I, I got the discounts for you. Let's do this. And I was just talking really like I knew it was going to happen, but I just didn't think so soon. And as soon as I posted that, I had someone inbox me and was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you were a doula, like congratulations. And I'm like, thank you. And she was like, um, yeah, I want you to be an advocate for my niece. And I was like, 
me. And she was like, yeah, you're a cool person. I think you would be a great fit for her. And I was like, okay, you know, I paused and I was like, you know what? I'm trained to do this. It's okay. So I put my words to the side. I got that and I started coming up with a plan. I was like, okay, you got your first client, but what are you going to do to keep it coming? What are you going to do to keep it steady? So before actually taking the class, I created my business page because I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. It's fine. Like, <laughs> don't worry, but I won't publish it yet. And I'm grateful that I did. And I'm like a proactive person because I was able to just hit publish on Facebook and all my content was there. So I was able to add to it um, the pictures that we did in class and everything I've done. I was able to add to it to make it more appealing. I, um, I market pretty much on social media, um, on Instagram and Facebook. Now I do have a website um, that is great um, and it's easier for clients to get the questions, um, get their questions answered versus trying to email me and waiting for a response. You can pretty much go there and figure out what you need or what type of service you want. And then it comes to me. But my biggest um, market is on Instagram, like those it's just easier there. I yeah. feel like my yeah. followers and everybody, it just grows and it, it helps. So, them hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, my next question, right, is um, the services that you provide. Can you give us a breakdown of that? And like, what do you actually do for the uh, the the mother that's, been, that's about to bear or have a kid? Um, so my services, they come in right now, they come in three different packages. So my focus is really like, I love teen moms, you know, people don't understand them. So, and I also would love, you know, I love catering to my community. We are always trying to find services that are extremely too high and you don't get enough. Um, you don't get your worth, but you're paying these high prices because you feel like, oh, yeah, you know, this is the route. This is what I need to do. So what I started doing, you know, I, I broke it down. So for like lower income people, I have set packages for them because I don't want to deny them of those services. So I break it down in a way. Yes, you're getting those services and I'm going to make sure I advocate for you. You know, if you pay this amount versus this amount, the same, nothing is changing but I still want to be able to cater to everyone. So I have packages for lower income families. I have regular packages and I pretty much kind of fill out a person first. And if they tell me like, Hey, Lakeisha, I really want your services, but you know, times are hard. I don't have anybody um, to support me, but I, I, this is what I really want to do. I need you. And I'm like, okay, let's talk. Let's come out with a plan. So I'll sit down with them and go over everything that I offer. And I customize a package um, to cater to their specific needs. And then we come up, I'm like, okay, so what can you afford? What can we do? Because yes, I, I love to get paid for what I do. I still have a family, um, but I still want to help my community. So that's just pretty much a breakdown. Um, and with my placenta encapsulation, I give my clients who sign on with me, you know, and have me as their labor and support doula, I give them a discount. I kind of offer a discount on that versus if you just want placenta encapsulation. With my breastfeeding um, education, I add those into the packages as well, or I can do them separate. 
because you have some moms who come to me and already know what they want. They just need a certain thing. Okay, let's customize this for you. Um, if you want it all, let's make it fit. I do have set prices, but it all it doesn't always work out that way because, like I said, it's not. I'm not in this just to turn people away because they can't pay. Like I will find out how we can help you and what I can do to make sure you have a successful um, birth. Uh, can you tell us what the services are that you do? Yeah. Um. So I offer labor and um labor support. We do where I do prenatal visits. And with my packages, it's kind of like a long list. So I'll try to break it down and you, you know, you ask whatever you need. All right. So with the first package, I'll tell you about that. It's pretty much where I, we do one prenatal visit where I come sit down, um, go over birth plan with you and your spouse, if you have one. And we kind of keep in touch over the phone where they'll call me if they need me. Now the tier one package, that's like the smallest package. So they know it's pretty much for my, for new moms or moms who like, you know, just can't afford it, but they really want. So they get about eight hours of labor support. Um, I stay with them for an hour and a half up to two hours after they um, gave birth to make sure they're adjusting to their baby. You know, if they need help with latching, I teach them how to breastfeed, I help them with that. And then my job is basically done unless they're having some complications where I really need to stay. Because even though, you know, they pick this package and I do stick to my packages, but things happen and I'm not a mean person. Like if I see you going through something, I just can't leave you there on that bed just like, okay, my two hours up, I'm timing you, let, <laughs> let me go. Like, no, I make sure they're comfortable because giving birth is, is really serious. It's a great thing, but it's very emotional too. So I try to make sure they're in a great mindset before leaving. And that pretty much includes um, the first package. You don't really get a postpartum visit with that unless we move up to the tier two. And that's when you'll get the two visits after I um, supported you in the labor room. Okay, okay. And then you talked about um, placenta encapsulation. So that's really, I think I saw it on a movie once. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And where they, where, where they um, grinded it up and then put it in the capsule? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's so funny when guys say it, but yes. <laughs> Uh, what's, if you don't mind breaking it down, like what's the benefit of like, of taking uh, uh, of taking your placenta like a daily vitamin? What's the uh, benefits of it, if you, uh, if you could tell us? Yeah, there's many benefits. Um, it basically replenish, um, replenish your body. You know, during childbirth, we lose a lot of blood. So with you taking that, your placenta, it helps with the restoration of your iron um, after all the blood loss. It helps decrease the chances of postpartum depression. It helps with bonding with your baby. Um, you're pretty much just getting all those nutrients that you that you lost put back in your body. So it give it can give you energy. Um, man, it's so much. Like, yeah, definitely the main thing is energy restoring your iron from blood loss and just decreasing the chances of postpartum depression. And I 
ha I've had a lot of great feedback from that from people um, encap taking their encapsulated placenta. That's what's up. That's what's up. I thought about it. I saw it on some movies and something. I'm like, yo, that would be pretty cool. I think they like, I think it was like one family that like cooked it and ate it. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. that you like, did that too. Yeah, right. you can put it in a smoothie. You can dehydrate it and mix it with your vegetables. Like it can be turned into, you can put it in your brownies. You can do all type of stuff. Like I even offer um, a tincture where it is fermented for six weeks. So people usually do the bundle where they want their placenta encapsulated and then they want uh, the tincture as well. The tincture is like the liquid form of the placenta, but it takes six weeks to be made. So there's a process to that too. Uh, it's like where you take four piece, four chunks of the placenta, you put it in a mason jar and we're using like vegan alcohol, um, vegan vodka alcohol, pour it in there, but it's a trick to it though. So like every two to three days, you gotta make sure you're shaking it, making sure it's in a dark, cool place. Um, and then once it's done, you know, we transfer, transfer it to dark amber bottles just to protect it. And they use it as drops. Like if they're feeling, it helps with your mood. It kind of calms you, soothes you. Um, and it's great for babies with teething too. You can also put a little bit on their gums, put a little drop in their bottle. Um, and the drops is just, it's very potent. So the tincture is equal to the capsule. So you got to be careful. And I always explain this to people. I'm like, don't try to go and just drink it off. No, we're doing drops for a reason. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what yeah. it is. So you're yeah. mixing it with alcohol, like liquor? Yeah, for the tincture. Yes. So it has to sit in there. <laughs> <laughs> so they can get, you know, they can take a couple shots of that and feel some type of way. I mean, yeah, I wish I had that back in my day. I really, you know, I had my daughter young at 19. So I didn't have all of this that I'm able to give women now. But I sure wish because those tinctures be having those moms feeling good. They're able to be present with their baby, able to be in the moment. Like they just feel good. They don't feel sad and down after they're done with the placenta um, pills. Then that's by the time they're done with the pills, it's time to get your tincture. So it's just feeling good all the way around. And, and I haven't had anybody reported any postpartum depression to me yet. So it's been pretty good. That's what's up. That's what's up. But that is what something I thought about. I was like, man, I wonder if like, but you know, you see something in the movie, you don't know if it's really like transferable to like real yeah. life. But now I know um, that's a good thing there. And oh, then you yeah, also say you help with um, breastfeeding. Right? Yes, it does help with the flow of your breast milk. Um, those pills, just like with the nutrients in it, it, all of that that you're putting in you, and of course that liquid gold from the breast milk that's going into the baby, all of those benefits help mom and the baby to just be present with each other. So you're um, not feeling like, oh my gosh, like I had to breastfeed this baby. It pretty much gives you like that Put some pep in your step, kind of. <laughs> so you like, uh, but you you're more present. Like I had one mom told me, like she's like, "Girl, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you talked to me. You talked me into um, having my placenta encapsulated. I feel great. Like I even used her as a testimonial on my Instagram page. Like she started taking her pills, 
She lost her baby weight quick. She even posted pictures. Like, it was amazing. I was just like, wow, God, I, I really believe. Like, I believed before, but keeping track of her and seeing how she was in her stomach and then seeing her three weeks after, and I'm like, wow. Like, <laughs> like listen, I, I am a firm believer in what I do. Don't get me wrong. But that right there added, like, it boosted me all the way up here. I can't even <laughs> That's what it <laughs> like, is. Yes, that's what we do it. That's what it is. Um, you also talked about um, helping mothers connect with their baby through breastfeeding, right? You do that yes. as well. So can you uh, first give out some good information on the benefits of breastfeeding um, before I go to the next question? Yeah. So the benefits of breastfeeding, it pretty much protects your, your baby. Um, it helps decrease their chances of being easily infected or um, it decreases their chances of getting sick and not to you know say that babies who don't breastfeed doesn't mature or doesn't develop quicker but it just seems like in studies shows like when you're bonding and breastfeeding with your baby that really helps with the developmental stages it really um the nutrients and everything. It's just like that moment of, I honestly, I can't even describe it. It's just like that joy. And I'll tell you, it's just I, so much great things. Yeah. I, I like, have a list of things we can go through. Oh, we can go through them, but I know like you said it, um, but just in different words, uh, the, like one of the benefits of like breastfeeding is the baby is able to get the mother's immune system. So it doesn't have to go through like all the like playing in the dirt and like all of this other stuff to build its own. The mother yeah. automatically gives the baby hers. So the baby's immune to a whole array of things initially off jump. So that keeps yeah. the baby from getting like sick. Cause you know, like when you sometimes like me working in a pharmacy, it's certain people that come in regularly because their baby is always getting some type of infection. And yes. you can always tell when someone breastfeeds because you're like, oh, you got a very strong, um, energetic little child is because yes. <laughs> he gets the mother's um, immune system and all, all everything good from her, he's getting it through. Like you said, uh, we call it the golden from the milk. Mom, yeah. Uh, and the perfect thing about breastfeeding is you don't overfeed your child. So they're not going to be like, oh, your baby is overweight. You're giving them too much formula. Whereas, you know, you give a baby formula in a bottle, sometimes the baby can just keep sucking and then mom will feel like, no, that ain't enough. Let me fix him another, he or she another bottle when you shouldn't be doing that. Um, you know, I support everybody's choices. If you want to put your baby in formula, that's fine. But when you're breastfeeding, it kind of helps with, um, to pr protect you from overfeeding your baby. The baby knows yeah. when when he's full, he or she is full. They know when to stop. And I mean, it's easier. You can lay in bed and feed the baby and both of y'all can sleep and do whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> I just feel like that's a lot easier. Everybody should do it. But hey, I respect whoever choices, whatever. It's fine. And it is simple, easy ways out there for mothers who probably feel uncomfortable breastfeeding in public, anything like that. Cause they got like machines where you can yeah. pump um, 
at home and then just give your baby the milk uh, yeah. in a bottle. Of course. Yes. I know a lot of people who, you know, they aren't ashamed of breastfeeding. I have a homegirl. She'll pull it out wherever. <laughs> and she's like, look, my baby got to eat. I, I'm doing this. And, and it's fine. But then you have those who they don't want to be exposed. They don't want to share all of that. So they will go somewhere and pump. Um, and that's why I feel like more facilities, although they're trying to make it seem like they're offering rooms for moms to breastfeed, I just feel like that should be everywhere, no matter what type of um, place of business it is, because breastfeeding is just normal. They should just normalize that. A mom shouldn't have to feel scared or ashamed that she needs to pull her breast out. And I'm not saying just pop it out in front of everybody and be like, here it goes. But, you know, she can it's cover up if she's sitting here. Yeah, let her do it. Let her feed her baby. I feel like if a lot of, if it was more, um, if America would normalize breastfeeding, then it would be easier for moms to want to um, have breastfeeding as a choice, like for their first option. Um, I do know uh, some businesses, like if you are a, um, a new mother and you breastfeed, like they give you some time during your shift to go pump. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> some of these companies, you know what I mean? You got to ask for it because like a okay. lot of employers, they know it. But they yeah. want to be so productive, like like have the job being so productive that they're not going to like, hey, you know, you're breastfeeding. You got a 15 minute to go pump. Would you like to take it? Yeah. They probably just feel like, hey, if you don't know it, you don't know it. So that is one thing out there. If anybody's listening, if you are breastfeeding or considering it to like go to your employer and be like, hey, so when I come back, do you give me enough time to go pump so I can... Um, have milk for my baby and <laughs> I, I need a refrigerator to store it too like it well see and that that's where I was getting to okay yeah they'll tell you I, I get what you're saying um and I've worked at a few doctor's offices where some did some didn't um until like recent years where they're like oh this is serious because women they still have to come to work but they still have to pump too um but at the same time when they're pumping I've seen when I worked at I'm not going to say the name, but when I worked at a certain place, um, the manager will leave the office for the staff to go in and pump. Or if it's a doctor that's pumping, you know, I had a doctor who she was serious about her pumping. She was not playing. She just kicked all the doctors out the doctor's area and she pumped in there. But it still made her feel rushed because she's like, what if I leave some? And, you know, she's like the only female doctor here and you're around a bunch of men. No shade to guys, but... <laughs> Like, they see that. They don't want to see it in the workplace. They're, they're like, oh, yes, I'm a doctor. I know what it is. But at the same time, it's that the feeling you get like, oh, I need to move because she needs to breast pump uh, breast uh, pump her milk again or do whatever. But then after she does that, where is she going to put it? Then you see her pulling in a big old cooler because they don't have a fridge designated for it. So it makes it hard. Everybody can't afford a nice cooler like that. Yeah. So... <laughs> wasting milk <laughs> um so i got another question for you uh how's the work-life balance being a holistic uh doula like are you able to focus on your family and and your uh and everything on finding peace and also being able to do this full-time or whatever yeah, well, I will say at first, I was pretty much all over the place because I was trying to 
make sure I was able to be there for any client who reached out to me. Um, I was losing sleep because I'm like, oh, keeping my phone on, like, what if my client going uh, about to go in labor? Or I know I need to do this for school, for me personally, because I'm still in school. Um, or I need to do this as a wife, as a mom. So I was all over the place, which caused me to have like frequent he headaches. So I really had to sit down. Um, and I'm a planner, like I like to plan things, but I found myself just not using it and trying to memor uh, remember everything. And I was just like, nah, that's not gonna work. I was all over the place. So for me to find balance, and it's, it has gotten a lot of better, I'm working on it um, still, I make sure I, I write everything down. I put it in my calendar, work computer, um, cell phone, wherever I need to, but I still make sure I schedule that time or set aside time where I'm still able to rest, or at least try to rest, because once my brain starts, it doesn't stop. Um, still be a wife, still be a mom without feeling overwhelmed. So I feel like as long as I do that and know what I'm working with and don't try to take all the clients, you know, like overbooking just to say I have clients, I don't do that. Um, just doing those things has helped me a lot. So I, I feel a lot less stressed nowadays. So basically planning everything out, keeping an itinerary has helped you yes. keep the work-life balance going. Definitely, most definitely. Because if I don't have my planner then yeah, I probably will start freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So my last question for you is, what are the career goals? What are your next steps from here? What do you see yourself five years from here? So five years from now, I should have my office space where I have this sacred space for women um, and girls like me were who I once was where I was a young mom and I needed somebody to talk to I just needed a place to vent um so I see myself opening up a business where I can have all of those things there like a safe space I've been working with different um organizations where I collect different types of formula breast pumps um for moms who are in need and can't get those things and I'm trying to like keep baby stuff I'm trying to turn my share right now into like my workshop and just keep all of that stuff there for moms. Um, but my biggest goal is just having that that space, that office space. I want it to be sunflower births and you just pull up. I'm there. You come in. The ambiance is right. You can go over there to the breastfeeding room if you need to. I can probably get a therapist to come in to help you arm these girls out. Get a massage therapist because I have a few friends that are. Um, <laughs> you know, I met with a lot of chiropractors. So there, those are things that are in the works. But I'm just the type of person that I don't like to speak on it too much or go on, go into too many details until I'm like, yeah, it's here. And then I'll just show you. But that's my goal. That's what's up. That's what's up. I hope it comes to light. You know, what I mean, hopefully I can be a part of that too. Let yes. me do something and any part of the, any part that you need help with that, let me know. I'll be down for that. But Thank yeah, you. we definitely need a safe place for women like that. It sounds really amazing. Um, if people want to get in contact with you, if somebody needs a holistic doula, please let them know your if your Facebook page, your Instagram page, your website. Let them know how they can get in contact with you, please. Listen, I'm on Yelp. 
Y-E-L-P. I'm on Google. You can find me, uh, just type in my name and literally everything will come up. Um, I'm on Facebook, Sunflower Births, LLC. I'm on TikTok, Sunflower Quiche. <laughs> Twitter, Sunflower Doula Quiche. And Instagram, Sunflower Doula underscore Quiche. I know, just type in Sunflower and Quiche and it will connect you. Um, my website is www.sunflowerbirthsllc.com. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Keish, for coming on Pill Talk Podcast, giving out all this good information about holistic doulas and what all you guys do, especially uh, for the Black mothers out there and everything like that. I appreciate you. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right.